Hello, welcome to the OptiSeller podcast, the place where we give data and advice to marketplace sellers. I'm Dara and today I'll be chatting to Steve Dunn, Head of Customer Success here at OptiSeller. During our chat, we cover the importance of market research, knowing who your competitors are and the EV mandates. Sellers are a time poor, everyone wears many hats now and trying to find time to do that research and, and put that groundwork in prior to listing on eBay um, can be invaluable in the long term. And stick around till the end to hear how you can access three of our most popular tools completely free. Each month, OptiSeller will bring you the best data and insights for selling on marketplaces. So let's get selling. Steve Dunn is head of OptiSeller's customer success team. Prior to this, he worked in online SEO at Moz doing their customer success. It's no surprise that he's a pro when it comes to supporting sellers to get the most out of their stores. In this episode, we focus on market research and how this can benefit sellers when they're starting out selling on eBay as well as the importance of staying on top of research to understand the changes on the platform and how you're performing in comparison to your competitors. We also talk about the eBay mandates. There's plenty to cover, so let's get started. Hi Steve, how's it going? Oh, it's going well, Dara, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, It's been a while since I got up to Stirling. I know it has, yeah. When was the last time you were up? Uh, It was August. Yeah, August, August oh, wow. end of August. So. Yeah, you'll need to come back to it at some point. Absolutely, yeah. So can you tell me a bit about your role here at OptiSeller? Sure. Well, I look after the, the customer success team here and, and our role is to, is to help our customers make sure they're getting the most out of the tool set. And we do this in a number of, a number of ways or a number of routes. We, we answer live questions through our messaging system uh, we'll provide proactive outreach to those customers taking them through a, an onboarding process such as getting some fundamentals down making sure they're aware of compliance when selling on ebay and also some tactics for sort of improving our visibility and, uh, and sales over time but we'll also run webinars we'll offer one-to-one demos of our products or different different tools within the product and, and work with customers that way um, we'll also sort of look at the help center content and keep that up to date. And that could be written and in video format. So as the product develops, we're sort of tweaking and, 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 uh, and, and updating that. And we attend uh, live events. So as we move away from that COVID lockdown period, there's been some live events that we've been able to get along to. And, and recently I was over in Sheffield at the uh, eBay Business Roadshow. How was it? It was good. It was good. There's some great speakers there. There's an opportunity to meet some customers face to face, and and there was some um, some great content wrapped around that. So it was a good event. Great. And how long have you worked in the e-commerce industry? Well, I've been working in the digital and online industry for just coming up to be six years in June. So prior to OptiSell, I was working here for a, a software, an SEO software business that. Not all of their customers were e-commerce, but there were some big e-commerce customers that we got we got to work with in their SEO and their driving their SEO efforts and and results. So just coming up to six years. And uh, yeah, it was Moz that you worked at before, so I, I imagine a lot of what you did there you can use here as well at OptiSeller. Can you tell me a bit about that? That's right. Yes, yeah, so I worked for Moz prior to joining uh, OptiSeller, and 
I was with them for five years and we worked, well, Moz is a, a, an SEO software business and I worked in customer success there. So we again would work with customers to make sure they were getting the most out of the, the software tools and the tools within the tool sets, but also aware of other tools and services that we offered. Um, and those tools were aimed at sort of increasing their rankings and visibility in Google search. So we would also help some customers with those SEO fundamentals. What are the, what are the processes to go through uh, and areas to work on to help them improve their, their general SEO and their rankings within Google? So a bit of training and education, not consultancy, but a bit of training and education. Some of that training in, in tr free training courses and some of that in, in paid training courses that we run. How important would you say market research is to a seller when they're looking at SEO for their business? I think it's fundamental. You know, working in that general SEO space prior to OptiSeller, you know, keyword research and that competitive insights were key, but also getting some of those fundamentals down as to how you would improve and, and what levers and drivers you needed to work on to sort of get successful results. And, and I think then sort of switching into sort of eBay, I mean, it's a huge marketplace. About 100 million visitors per month, 185 active buyers, but it's also very competitive some 19 million sellers within that marketplace. So research for me is before and once you are selling on there is absolutely fundamental. Um, it helps you start to understand, again, some of those key drivers for being successful in, in uh, that marketplace, eBay marketplace, but also you can start to get a picture of competitors. What are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? Can that lead us to some competitive advantage? Would you say that putting in the groundwork beforehand does make it easier in the long run? Again, absolutely. It's tempting because sellers are, are time poor. Everyone wears many hats now and trying to find time to do that research and, and put that groundwork in prior to listing on eBay um, can be invaluable in the long term. It's tempting to jump straight in and just start, well, I'll learn as I go along. But you know, if you get some of that down, you can get some of those fundamentals correct from the get-go. For example, you know, we can get competitive insights. So our online competitors in the marketplace might be different to the traditional competitors we think about. If we're a bricks and mortar business, for example, we can start to explore who's ranking well for a particular product that we're looking at. And in there, we can see things such as what are the titles they're using? What are the prices they're using? Um, we can also explore how eBay categorizes products. So a category of thinking of for the particular products we're thinking of selling, there might be other opportunities in other categories, or we might be looking at the wrong category. So we can start to explore that as well. But also we can get insights into item specifics and the important role that they play when we are selling on eBay. And have you noticed with the sellers that you have worked with, does looking back and regularly reviewing your listings benefit them? Yeah, well, things are constantly evolving and changing, especially online. So again, it's an absolute fundamental for me. Going back to that, we were all time poor. We've all got lots of things to do in the day and wear diff many different hats. So it's easy to miss some key fundamentals. So reflecting on, have I missed some key item specifics here? Or am I maximizing the use of my titles or my images? You know, are we sort of monitoring the, the customer feedback that we're getting? That's all ongoing. Are we monitoring the success of the sales we're having and having a look at that? But also sort of opening that up a little bit wider. Once we are selling and because we're so busy, are we sort of duplicating some listings? Are we taking stock of that? That could cause some challenges and some issues. 
do we take a moment to say, actually, these categories are selling really, really well, but actually I've got a category here or a couple of categories that aren't selling. Should I be addressing that? Should I be taking a look at and saying, well, what are those? What, what, what's, what's stopping them selling? Do I need to revisit that? Are the things I should be doing, apply those fundamentals. Should I have a look at it? Are there things so I can get that stock moving? And all of this just helps us keep on top of those key fundamentals. So taking that time to reflect and say, okay, where do I go back to? What are the key drivers I'm not really driving for this specific category or these specific product lines? And we can address that and, and tackle that again. And you mentioned as well, looking at what your competitors are doing. Is that something that people prior to working with yourselves haven't really been doing? And do they see the benefit of actually looking and seeing how similar products are being listed on the yeah, marketplace? Absolutely. Yeah. So competitor insights, I think in the online world, getting insights from competitors has never been, I say easier, but it's not easy. But getting those insights is, again, part of that research, but also ongoing have our competitors changed? Where are their weaknesses? Oh, these are really strong in this particular area. Why are they so strong? So we can start to get that insight. But also, again, coming back to that, who are our true online competitors? We may make an assumption that, oh, these will be our competitors because these are our competitors selling offline. So we just assume these are our competitors online. So starting to think about that and look at that can give us some really interesting insights. One, who are these competitors? What are their prices like? How are they using those fundamentals such as titles, images? Um, are they using product identifiers? Are there things that we could be using? Are there some weaknesses that we can tease out there that we think, actually, these are great competitors, but there's some weaknesses there that we could make a competitive advantage out of. And what would you say the main struggle for eBay sellers is? I think we touched on fundamentals during the conversation here. I think it's sometimes making sure that we're not just focusing on item specifics, which are very important, but we're taking that sort of rounded view of how we improve our listings and drive our listings and sales on eBay. So it is looking, yes, at item specifics and being aware of the important role that they play, but also looking at our, our titles, uh, our images, our uh, shipping policy, our customer service, uh, and continually looking to iterate and improve along the way. So what is the top error you see for eBay sellers? Is there one thing that is missed across the board when you start your work with them? I don't know so much as an error. I think sometimes when people start, if they're, if they're starting and they're already listing, the challenge can be that the, 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 the amount of work can seem a little bit overwhelming. So I've got fundamentals. I've got these item specifics to address and, 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 and tackle. Um and it's then sort of thinking, well, actually, how do I break this down into my, my working week, my working day to make sure that I'm sort of tackling things step by step rather than trying to do everything all at once. So maybe I'll start to tackle category by category. Let's get those item specifics where I need them to be. Let's start to look at titles and images. Let's start to look at um, then if we've got duplicate listings or items that aren't selling. So breaking it down into bite-sized chunks that you can build into your working day, your working week to make sure you keep on top of that but also look where you can save time and manage your time better. But those people thinking about getting into it, it's that research before, as we touched on earlier. Do I start to understand how eBay works, what I need to do, what's involved in it, what insights can I get and learn before I push that button and, and start to sell online through a marketplace such as eBay? And do you find that a lot of the sellers that reach out for help from you tend to not have done that market research and try and learn as they go and then they end up needing the support or does it not really matter? It just depends, I suppose, on the size of the business. 
it, it can be mixed because some of the larger businesses have pe- different people doing different aspects of the work involved, but some people have to do it all themselves. So, you know, it's it's sometimes a case of, yeah, let's, um, let's just remind what the, the, uh, the fundamentals are uh, and make sure we're constantly reviewing those, looking at those and, and building upon them. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any tips for our listeners about the upcoming mandates? Yeah, so mandates, I know, I know sellers find mandates annoying and it's, it's additional work and, and that they have to sort of take in their stride and, 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 and tackle. But I always think back to the, my general SEO days and, and Google as a, as a search engine was constantly changing its algorithm, which impacted on where businesses ranked, which impacted on where how much traffic they were getting through, it, through Google itself. And the real driver for Google doing that probably was they want people using Google to keep coming back. So Google was constantly moving forward, improving its results that they were giving to searchers that were using Google as a search engine. And they want, they want searchers to keep going back and using Google. I think when we apply that thought process to eBay, eBay's obviously constantly moving forward. What they've got some sort of 185 active buyers. They want those to keep coming back and bring more in. So they want to improve that buying experience. And that can only benefit sellers. I know it brings additional work, but if we're aware of mandates coming up, we start to plan that early. Look at, does it affect the categories that I'm selling in? What action do I need to start to think about? How do I then break that down into chunks so we're ahead of that deadline? And then we can get back to those key fundamentals that we're iterating on and tweaking and reviewing to keep driving those sales and increase that visibility within that marketplace. So you were saying there that Google do these kind of changes as well. So I take it you've been through this quite a lot. Yeah, different in Google in the sense that Google is always tweaking its algorithm but there may be sort of larger updates that they bring out, not necessarily tell people what these are, uh, mm-hmm. but it can affect some businesses. But some they'll be transparent over because they're changing the way they certain certain things. But sometimes with Google, it's not as transparent as it is for a marketplace and a mandate update such as eBay, for example. Mm-hmm. So I suppose it's better to know the, the changes that they'd like you to make rather than wondering why, say, your business isn't ranking as high and no one's told you that something's changed and that there's changes that you can make to control that. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and you know, it, um, in the marketplace, it's in eBay's interest for, for people to be providing great listings uh, for, for that great customer experience. So, yeah, absolutely. So we talked a lot about market research um, and how that can benefit the sellers. What tools would you say are the most beneficial for that? Okay, so... I mean, touched on some of the insights we can get, but actually some of those insights come from, from some of the tools we have here at OptiSeller. So our product suggester tool, we can drop in the name of the product or the keyword we're looking to research, and it will show us the top 10 listings in eBay for that particular product. And in seeing that, we can see the title that's being used, the length of that title. We can see some pricing, and we can see some important item specifics and give us insights to that. But also we can click through into the listing and take a look at the listing itself. So again, then we can look at shipping, we can look at images, we can get a, a broader picture of things. So that's really insightful, that stuff that we can start to pull together to help us with that market research. So we've also got a category suggested tool. So if we're thinking of a specific category for a, a product we're thinking about, we can put that product name or that keyword into category suggester, and it will make suggestions of the best categories uh, for that item you're looking to sell. Um, 
touching back on some of those uh, insights that I talked about earlier from market research, we have a category suggester tool. So we can drop our keyword or our product into category suggestion. It will make suggestions uh, of the different categories we could consider. We may be considering one and we may see better ones uh, through looking at that tool. We can also get a, an insight into the top 50 results and it will show you which of the different categories that product is selling in, in that top 50. So to summarize, um, that market research, that spending that time doing that market research at the start of the process does save you time further down the line. It gives you an idea, if we're thinking about eBay, we're giving you that idea of how eBay works. You start to think about those fundamentals, but also you start to pull uh, insights together, be that from competitors, be that from categories, be that from uh, the types of products you're looking to sell. And it helps you with that planning process. But if you start with some of those key fundamentals, it means you're keeping that discipline throughout your selling process and then reflecting on what you're doing. Yes, if you miss something, we can pick it up and identify it and address that. And as we come along with mandates, we know a mandate's coming. We have notice on those mandates. So if we start planning early, we break that down into our, our, our sort of workflows in the week, manage that and keep on top of that. Then we're ahead of the game and we can just keep on that, keep on that focus on those fundamentals, as I say, that can help us continue to drive that visibility and those sales online. Perfect. I think that's a good way to round it off. So thank you so much for your time, Steve. Oh, you're more than welcome. Great to talk to you. Great to have a chat. Thank you. You're welcome. Take care now. Bye-bye. So that's it for this episode of the OptiSeller podcast. Thanks so much to Steve for his time and thank you all for listening. If you did enjoy, please subscribe, comment and leave a rating. If you are interested in how our tools can support you through starting out with your store optimization, our brand new taster plan is now live. In this plan, you'll have access to three of our market research tools created to help optimize your store. This will give you a taste of what we have to offer and the best part is it's completely free. Don't miss out. Simply go to go.optoseller.com slash podcast dash taster. Thank you all for listening and I'll catch you next month with a brand new guest.